welcome. Welcome to uh, We Are the Strange. This is a podcast. <laughs> I know, I didn't tell you. This is a podcast about the strange people uh, that I've met in my life uh, and the strange things that they do and maybe the strange things that happen to them uh, throughout their throughout their day. Uh, I did not tell my guest what it was called. The first insulted. Does, yeah. I'm immediately I said, insulted by this. Don't talk until I introduce you. Okay, so uh, I'm your host, Chris. Uh I'm a, a musician, a comedian, and a worshiper of Satan, allegedly. Uh, we have uh, my, <laughs> my Andy Richter today is uh, Tony, who's the guest from the, from the last show. Hi, everybody. Yep, that was, uh, the, that was the entrance he made in the last one, his riveting. Uh, and then uh, my guest today is someone I haven't actually known that long. Um, uh, we met like, uh, it was like a, like a year and a half ago. Which is uh, is just bananas. We can actually calculate the time that we met. That that's bananas. Uh, he's a comedian. He's a I think he was a doctor first. Uh, I have to go hazy on that. Uh, this is my buddy TJ. Hello. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't I didn't tell you uh, what the the title of it because was because you knew I would be insanely insulted right. and I would say you don't no. think that I don't think that you, I, I think strange has a bad connotation to it, but I find strange people interesting. Most of the people that I spend my time with, I find strange and interesting. They're the best, right? Yeah, that's why. Yeah, they're the best. I don't mean it. As, I, I, well, why would I know you always get offended by. I know you don't mean it as an insult, but it's gonna be out of your hands as soon as you put this on the internet. All right, Snowflake, just go. go. We're gonna bleep out Snowflake. It is, uh, <laughs> it is very cold in here. Is it cold in here? Are you cold? No. It shouldn't be. Maybe you're experiencing a ghost. I could be. I, I did have someone sage my basement before, so that the possibility of that... Is that code for smoking weed? No, they, they literally put sage in four corners of my house. They burned it. Was that before you moved in or after? It was after. Did you request it? No. <laughs> How did you find this person? Internet? This, uh, no, I was, uh, I was friends with this person. You it's knew the a, sage burner previously. I, yeah, I, well, I didn't know that she burned hey. sage. I didn't ask her, hey, when I met you, did, did you burn sage? My girlfriend's a sage burner. <laughs> I, some people just burn sage. It's just what they do. I, well, every time they move into a new place, they set shit on fire and walk around the house. I dig that. Yeah. I like that. I think it's also just like a smell thing, right? No. You're like you're putting no, a smell. You're cleansing like, the aura. Like ghosts don't like no, it. You're, no, yeah, <laughs> like ghosts are like ugh. Not ghosts. It smells like Macy's in here. I'm out of here. <laughs> like we as people no, want, we don't want to smell the old people. She was a place. she was a, no, it's, a hippie. It's, it's just cleansing the aura. It's positive energy and shit. Okay. Do you believe in auras? No. Do you believe in positive energy? Sometimes. Rarely. I don't, I don't think that's a lie to you. What about you, Tony? Tony, I'm looking at you, TJ, and saying Tony. Don't say your last name. Um, Unless you want to. No, don't I, don't, I don't really believe in auras. You know? No. But I do believe that people don't like smelling old people's shit. Yeah. Even as a ghost, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I didn't like that as a, as a living person. So, would you believe in ghosts? I do not. No? No. Not even a little? Are you spiritual at all? No. <laughs> Britt Brit is shaking her in the background. No, I'm not. I'm kind of. I'm not, definitely not. No. I used to. I used to be super Catholic when I was a kid. I was super Catholic. I, think we I loved were, it, right? I, well, we we were all raised. I was raised super. I went to church twice a week. The whole shebang. I was an yeah, altar boy. Yeah. Nothing I, I happened. wanted to be. I was supposed to be one. My dad wanted to be. Wanted me to be an altar boy, and I I, I said no. The priest creeps me out. Which really? Really? He did, but no more than any other. Priest was creepy, but the thing is that he, my dad was like, okay, fine, no, all right, you don't have to do it if he really creeps you out. And I was like, hell yeah, you know, I was thirteen, really. I was like, I just don't want to fucking do this. Wow, your dad sounds nice. He's a great guy, but that priest was abusive. No, yeah. really? <laughs> yep. My, so you have good instincts. I, I went to Catholic church, and, and my priest also got arrested by the FBI for going. Really? Up, yeah. yeah. Going so to Wisconsin. My dad. Sorry, go ahead. A bunch of a bunch of sex toys and, and drugs and porn in his in his vehicle. He was, you know, uh, AOL instant messaging with some, you know, person he thought he was like twelve. Oh, okay. So before thing. you before the, I don't know why you reference all the, the sex toys. People. The sex toys in the car thing wasn't that bad to me. To you were out there king shaming someone. He thought he was going up to meet a twelve year old. Hmm. He was not. with sex toys. Intent is key. Intent. Intent on who to use it on. Right. Because I think the intent is always the same with a sex toy. Either way, it's, I'm going to use this... <laughs> to sex you. For sex. <laughs> well, well, no, uh, not necessarily another you person. Gonna, if you're going to sex yourself, that's fine, but you got to start exactly asking questions if you're going to sex others with it. You can sex lots yeah, of things with There has to be toys. lots of questions. You cannot assume. You shouldn't assume when anyway, it comes to sex. 
Uh, yeah, my dad. Uh, for years, <laughs> ex-Catholic. For years, he was he like he he still feels like shame about it because he's like I can't believe I asked you to be an altar boy. Well, he didn't know. Yeah, but he thinks I like was creeped out by the priest already. Really, oh. I just didn't want to be an altar boy. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, so older people are, are are as a as a young younger person like my grandparents. Mm-hmm. They they weren't my enemies or anything like that, but they did creep me out because they're well for me they were foreign. Oh. So they were like fresh. They had very, very thick accents, and they're basically like strangers. I mean, what am I supposed to? And plus, like, there's that age gap. They always think like little kids are supposed to like their family and their their parents, their grandparents, like mm-hmm. love them unconditionally. Right. But even as I was like five, I was like, we had nothing in common. Well, I think it's because you're. I mean, how often did you see them? I live with them. Oh. I was not close, but I, to be fair, I'm not. A, I'm not a family person in general. Okay. No. Are you? You are though, right? You. Uh... I, I've seen. I've met your parents. I've seen your parents more than I've seen mine in like the past. <laughs> They're very supportive. They That's love awesome. Me very much. Yeah. Yeah. That's we, good. We get along. I mean, we. I when I left when I was eighteen and did not come back like for any extended periods of time, that worked. But when you us. say that you you left, it, did you leave on good terms? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I went to school, and then <laughs> I would come back for a couple weeks in the summer. But I never, like, lived with them again. Right, and then it's a treat to, like, see. See, I didn't go to college, so my parents, like, everyone had to see me 100%. Well, I got kicked out when I was 17 anyway, so. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was super rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> I lived, I slept at the foot of my friend's bed like, a, like an animal. Which, honestly, even at the time was sad. It was like, I didn't, it didn't even bother me. I was like, this is pretty good. Right. Yeah. The time. I, I think, I think... I mean, you probably have more, like, we, I moved in and out, like, I moved, I moved with my parents multiple times, you know, because, like, I try to go out into the real world, and then I fail, and I come, or I get out of the army, and I don't have any plans, and I go with my parents again. Yeah, and, I, and your relationship I, with your family is really weird. I went to dinner at his place, and it would not be the, he would, you, you would not talk to your family the way he talks to his family. It's all sex stuff with you, and you're... I just treat, like, the, just because, like, I, I'm actually on, on yours, on the same wavelength with you like just because you're my family doesn't mean i should treat you differently than i treat anybody else yeah but uh, and yeah that's my that's why i said i don't think i should treat my family any differently than other people but also i don't go talk to people about sex stuff a whole lot <laughs> yeah, talk, especially well stuff americans like americans are yeah. super hung up on, on weird stuff i'm right? american as shit i know <laughs> yeah he's eating a hot dog right now you can't see it i'm also he's making hot dogs he's made, <laughs> just so, mashing i'm grinding up pigs i brought my own <laughs> we hope that's <laughs> Avatar. Um, so I'll say that the strange thing about you, and I, I didn't mean it as a bad thing at all. Not taking, not taking. It. It's it's as honestly. I remember being a kid, and like my mom specifically did this thing where she like was like, "Don't be upset if people call you weird," <laughs> which I, I didn't take it. You know her. What, yeah, but you know what that means is she's like, "You're weird." I don't, I, <laughs> I literally didn't really. Re- I didn't come to that realization till way later. Well, yeah. So in the time, I was very much just like, "Yeah, all right." I'll be weird. So I, I did like the the Tyrion thing. It's like, okay, you're probably weird. Wear it, wear it like armor. Just Tyrion. accept it. Oh, yeah. is that what it is in Game of Game of Thrones? Yeah, it's all, it's one of the lines from it. It was still good. I don't watch. Uh, I watch exclusively anime. I know. I, I saw don't... you posted a thing where it's all you watch. It's a thousand anime. It's yeah, crazy. I haven't seen a real person on a television screen in a million years. I made you watch that one. Do you remember? I remember that when. Right, I'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> Seeing you list all those animes made me kind of sad. It made me feel Dude. like a big disconnect with you because I was like, that's so... I have... I can't talk about none of these things. Yeah, I, well, got no I, got, I got sad too, but for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> like I was filling it out and I, I got to I got to 50. I was like, wow, I watched a lot. And then I just kept going to yeah. over 100. And by the end of it, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's <laughs> awesome. That's, that's the shit. That's what you're into. That's awesome. I love, I love it. Good. I love it. You I'm so sorry. You. I try to convince him. I mean, I, I've, no, I've watched a couple. Of, it, none of them really grabbed me. I, uh, I told him, I was like, dude, watch this one. It's about food. It's fine. It's normal. But then in the first episode, a, like there's a girl with tentacles. I forgot about girl that part. Girl stretching sushi. it. Some sushi. would say child. 
Uh, this is the first episode, and it's like the most stereotypical. I know it was so. I totally forgot about scenario. I totally forgot about And so far, your experiences with anything animated, I tried to introduce it. Why are you tricking him? It wasn't hentai. It was the first episode is borderline, and then the every time I try to introduce TJ into like an anime world, it's like bad. I brought you to the anime convention, and that was that was very strange. It was fun though. I legitimately had a really. I thought I honestly thought you were having a really bad time because several things happened and that I could not predict. Mm-hmm. Um, like the American flag guy. Oh, Do you remember? yeah, we, yeah, we, that, we guy, yeah that, he that guy was floating around. He was really feeling himself. Yeah, okay, so, so for people who obviously weren't there, there was a guy walking around. He His whole outfit, he had uh, American flag shorts and a, and a tank top, and then he was wearing an American flag as a cape. And he was walking around, and he seemed really confident and friendly, but then TJ went to go give him a high five, and then he did that thing where he pulls back and does his hair. Yeah, he really zinged me with it. He did. And then, after that, like, dickery, he sat down with us. Yeah. And I was like, no, you, you were just mean to my friend. Right. I don't want... You, you can't you, do an exit move like the low five hair swoop back yeah. and then hang out. You, yeah. you, you do that, that, you do that you, guys, you guys know nothing about America. Right. <laughs> Right, well, yeah, that, that was America, very... Uh, he insisted on hanging out. He was so weird, but that didn't ruin the night for me. I'm fine. Like, he, he wasn't uh, overtly problematic. Yeah, or... he was. Did you hear what he said? He's like, you guys got any crocodile? Oh, he did say that, didn't he? But that's not problematic to me. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I know it's like a drug. It's He Chris thought he was... He, he wasn't users. legitimately asking for crocodile. He know He's like a Reddit dude out in the wild. <laughs> Like, he is very popular on Reddit. And I'm sure he makes really funny points when he doesn't have to look people in the face or modulate his voice and when he can do research for hours before he writes a single single thing. But now he's in the wild and he's being weird and he thinks it's funny to say crocodile to a bunch of strangers. I honestly just think that he was like that the whole time. I don't believe that that guy puts on a suit later and... Well, I'm not saying he puts on a suit sends later, emails. But I'm saying that he probably get he's probably pretty popular on the internet. Right. Well, you were pretty popular on the internet because I posted a video of you. This is the other incident that happened that was also bad. <laughs> is when uh, is a video of you and uh, there's an ambulance and there's flashing red lights. Uh, Britt is being super helpful. She's helping. She's holding the door open for EMTs mm-hmm. coming in and out. TJ is uh, <laughs> is, is a. I would describe it as supervising, but not looking at anything that's going on, and eating his big-ass bag of popcorn, which I don't even... Did you bring that? I mean, I got it. I didn't bring it from home. <laughs> they were There's popcorn there. It's a okay. convention center. So there's t- popcorn TJ, to be had. While I had not been watching it, somehow acquired this bag of popcorn. And and then as his ambulance is going on, people at EMTs, and he just, like, tosses it and just, like, minds a little business. Uh, very, very carefree. It was honestly very in- innocent and awesome. It made for a really good video. And then after that, immediately, a girl was, like, real out, uh, who clearly OD'd on something. She OD'd. She OD'd on she was, popcorn. She was, she was so messed up, and uh, TJ saw it, and I saw the, the, the popcorn high go away. His, <laughs> his popcorn smile faded, and then, because she was, like, passed out, and then as they were putting her onto the uh, ambulance, she woke up a little, and she was, like, looking around, like, uh, you ever see that the music video for Jamiroquai, Virtual Insanity, where the room's all moving and he's like trying to? It, yes. Yeah, it, it was like she was in that room because she was like looking around, like she and then uh, it was like very very sad. And I was like, that's not what I. I this is TJ's first anime convention. I taught, I taught, I said it was awesome, and all he's seen is jerks and death. <laughs> it, was, it was brutal. No, I mean I go to I go to I go to Gen Con most. Years, I love Gen Con, and so you'll run into you know. Equal parts weirdos. It's uh, it's less ODs. weird at, at Gen it, Con. It but it's also a billion degrees at Gen, Gen Con. Gen Con is like a, a desert. Uh, it's a, uh, a board a tabletop gaming board game convention in um what Indi- is it Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Yeah, I actually had a really good time when I was out there. It's, it's pretty fun. tame. It was very very tame. It was like the tamest of all the conventions I've ever been to. You should meet us out there when we go into Indy, and we will have you on the podcast. Yeah, honestly, I could I could do this podcast anywhere, so which is great. I prefer to do it here. Just so you know. Yeah, in your um, home, that's pretty convenient. Right. Well, anyways, the, the thing I would say that's strange about you, and I actually share this with you, is that you started doing stand-up at 30. I did. You did. And that's weird because I feel like the brunt of the people in the community start in their 20s and been doing it way longer than us. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. We already had jobs established. Like, you have your career path already started, and then you decided to do comedy. And not only that, but it went from you not doing it and then you doing it every day or every other day, like religiously, like 
Like you blinked and then now you're just doing that. Yeah. You don't think that was that's strange. It's pretty weird. That's strange. I, it's 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 weird to do that. I feel like later in the game, um, especially uh, with the crowd being so young, like we're, we're a bunch of twenty year olds now and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know if the crowds are that young though. Even David Sitko, who's like a uh, like a veteran, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna bleep out his name, a veteran. Uh, he's been doing it for like five years, and yeah. he's like younger than us. I mean, he's yeah. already been doing it for five years. Do you, do you, I know we talked about this before, but do you ever feel like we started too late? Um, too late to do what? Stand up. Successfully. I, I don't know. Successfully. What's, or, you know, compared, what, compared to goal? other people, other people right. who are our age. Um, I wish I had started doing it two or three years before I did. But not too much more than that. So we would have been like, what, 27? Yeah. 27 ish, 20. I think that's when I wish I had started doing it. And that's probably when I started feeling like in my heart that I need, that I wanted to start doing this. It's always something that had always kind of been there a little bit. And I kind of didn't want to. So you wanted to do it for a while, though, huh? It it had always been there a little bit. I honestly did did not. other things. I did not think that being a comedian was a real thing. I had always seen it on TV. Right. And I was there was such a disconnect. I was like, either you just you're just a famous comedian or you're not. I didn't know that there was a bunch of people grinding away, you know, trying to be this. You know, it, it was such a, like a mythical thing to me. So I never actually I didn't want to be a comedian until I did it. Once I realized how much stuff is going on in like a drivable local distance, <laughs> that kind of made it like, yeah. oh, there's no reason for you not to be doing this. Because I mean, I it was never an option for me in my life, right. really. I mean, I, I went to high school in, you know, Cedar Lake, Indiana. Right. And then I went to college. Which was a great place, right? In, yes, it's mm. a fine place. <laughs> They're listening. <laughs> oh, no, CL. <laughs> they don't have podcasts. They don't get podcasts there. There's no internet. There's no internet. internet. <laughs> There's uh, no Apple products. Um, you were in theater, too, as a kid, right? Yes. So you were, you're pretty much an extroverted person in general. Mm, Would you say that? No. I don't think so, right? I don't think so at all. I think that's interesting, right? I, I'm also not an extrovert by any means, no, but you hide it a lot better than I do. I'm a super introverted person. Right. But this is the best way that I've ever found to express my all, all my feelings. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> and I have a bunch. <laughs> and you know that you know that people who've seen you perform would never ever peg you as a, as an extrovert, an introvert at all. Yeah, I think people even are, I get that. People are yeah definitely surprised by that. Uh, I don't. I'm definitely not super crazy and outgoing. I'm usually uncomfortable in large groups. But it doesn't seem that way at all. But this is comedy. Yeah, but even when we're out in the mics and you're talking to people, like schmoozing. But it's all in the it's all in the framework of comedy, where all you have to be is not a monster and funny. Yeah, but those are that's it. But then I know a lot of people that break those two rules oh immediately. Right, <laughs> but. In in that frame in that world, it's easy to be, it's easy to go up to people because I don't have to worry about saying something. We- I I talk weird. I think a lot of I think a lot of people who talk to me for a significant amount of time will. I use weird words and I speak in weird ways, and I just feel like. I think you're doing that on purpose. No, I'm I just that was your, your bit. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just an odd person. But <laughs> but see if I, if I, the I, framework I, of the whole room is it's it's funny. He's it's, a comedian. It's, it's okay. It, it's okay now for me to be I don't know to be myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know it's weird. It's like I, honestly I I see a lot of the people that do stand up, and I'd say the vast majority of them either have like extremely high social anxiety or they're very introverted. Right. And it's like, and I always found it really interesting that a lot of these people that, you know, have introversion and anxiety want to get up on stage and talk in front of a crowd of people. That's well, yeah. Just, well, even introverts will have a certain level of narcissism to them. I feel and like that's extro- <laughs> extroverts are definitely, feel more comfortable doing improv, right? Whereas introverts is more you stand up. Oh, would you say that a lot? What, what, what do you think is more uh, for comedians, introverts or extroverts? Well, the point, it, it, stand-up comedy is you have performance and then you have the writing. Yeah. And uh, they both have to be there for right. stand-up comedy. And in to order be. to do that, in order to write, 
you've got to you've got to go away for a little while and sit down and work. Right. No one's writing at a party. Right. <laughs> and if you're not the kind of person who's okay with being like, I'm not going to talk to nobody for like four hours. Mm-hmm. I just don't think you're you're going to write at the level that you need to. Um, and I don't even know if extroversion has anything to do with performance and standing. You don't, because I think it's... That's your... Especially the way you perform. Like, yeah, I guess performance specifically. Like, the way I perform is not very extroverted. However, uh, I would say the way that you perform, it it, it looks very extroverted. Can I, can I make a reference? Okay. King of the 90s. King of the 90s. King of the 90s is a very we'll extroverted we'll That's bit. But, right. Of the 90s. Yeah. It's a bit. It's not who you are. No. It's in, re- it's in service to the joke. Any everything that I'm doing when I'm on stage, that's my fucking time. Mm-hmm. And if the joke that I wrote needs me to be this way, that's what I'm gonna do. Whatever. That's why I feel like a lot of comics are like bent out of shape about finding their style. Just be whatever your joke needs to be. Yeah. And if that's extroverted, be extroverted. That's hard. If it's being sheepish, then be sheepish. But you definitely can do both. I've seen it. Well, I'll mix it up depending on the show. I just did a show uh, with uh, a TJ saw where I they asked me if I was nervous, and I'm always nervous before a show. But that one I played it up directly. I don't usually play it up that much, and the reason I did that was because everybody else was very, very confident. And I thought that an audience would, you know, like it better if there was a little bit more variety, it's, stuff like that. It's it, it's about the it's about the contrast in your case because you are such a sharp one-liner joke writer that by uh, portraying a character that is not confident, like you haven't been doing this, and then delivering clear, concise punchlines, that's a really funny character yeah, I think it gives me like an underdog kind of vibe. It absolutely does. But, I don't know, if... Yeah, I feel like for other comics, that, that's, that's not what works. It's about what, what works for your jokes. Right. Now, I, we, uh, we've been a, we were like a year and a half in, and uh, I remember when we first started, everyone was super nice to us, right? Yes. A lot of people, do you remember uh, people giving you advice? Because I remember some of the first people that gave me advice, uh, Amy and Sam. They, uh, they gave me advice at uh, Joe's, and they were super nice about it. Um, they, they didn't really, I can't remember specifically the advice they told me beyond, like, make sure you move the mic stand. But I was already doing all that stuff because I, I did a lot of research before I went up. Mm-hmm. And they said one of the things is move the mic stand because you look like a, a jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to tell, like, the younger class uh, or give them any advice that you would have liked... Mm-hmm. When you first started, because they're fresh. A lot of these guys are like three months in, four months in. Sure. And we were, uh, you know, just going in blind for the most part. What what, what advice would I give to yeah. a young comic? Yeah. Like brand fresh new comic. Brand fresh new. Um, number one rule is it's not about you. It's about the room. Don't get mad at the room Interesting, for yeah. not laughing at your jokes. Uh-huh. If they don't like your joke, you can acknowledge it, but don't blame them for it. Yeah, and it's that's not their fault. They don't owe you shit. I, I to to quote uh, another podcast that I know you listen to. Yeah, you listen to. Uh, nobody owes you a laugh. Yes. <laughs> nobody I, owes you anything. I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a bunch of bunch of things, yeah. but that's probably the biggest one. Don't don't ever make the room feel bad because these are people that came out. Right. They left their homes. Yeah. They left. They put pants on. They're not watching Netflix. They. <laughs> they've left so much comfort and entertainment and they're out and spending money and you're going to be rude? Who yeah. the fuck do you're you think mind. you are? You're out of your goddamn mind. And a lot of these people, these non-comics that show up, uh, they had no idea that comedy was going to be there a right. lot we've of the time. sprung comedy so on them. So their, from their perspective, you just got on stage and started yelling at them right. for for doing for not paying attention to something they didn't know was going to happen anyway. Right. That is that is batshit crazy. You are a crazy person. Right. Like I, when, when I see both sides. Thank you for sorting this mic. <laughs> when we when we had uh, Lunar a couple weeks ago, we walked in and we were setting up, and a couple old timers go, "Ah, shit, it's comedy night." <laughs> and, and yeah, you just gotta be. Like, oh, we hear that all the time. Serious. You always hear, yeah, you see, you see us bring in the, the the amps and stuff like that, and all these like older dudes are like, "We just want to drink our old style." And but they can do that. You can still do that. Yeah, they can still do that. <laughs> we're not stopping you from doing that. But there was that one. Uh, there was that one uh, man who's very weird. He came up to, and I thought that he was gonna tell you to ask us to keep it down yeah. but that's not what happened at all it was actually the reverse it was aggressively the reverse which is a first and it'll probably never happen again <laughs> what happened it was a very weird interaction uh luna you were hosting uh, i was on on lights and sound and stuff and this old guy kind of comes by and he, he waves me over 
And I walk away and I go talk to him kind of at the midpoint, halfway of the bar, and he goes, I'm having a real hard time uh, hearing back here. And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's the middle of the story. Yeah. I'm sorry. The start of the story is he's standing at the bar, I'm standing next to him, and he's talking shit about one of the comics on stage. Okay, nice guy. And then that immediately makes me lose my mind. Normally, right. I don't give a crap. If you're sitting back there being like, ah, this show is whatever, blah. But he's talking specifically about one comic, and I'm just like, you know, if you don't want to listen to the show, you can move to the back. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, what? And I just kind of said it again, and he goes, well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. And I go, no offense, but, you know, if you want to sit back there, that's where you, that's where you go if you don't want to listen to the show. But if you want to listen to the show, you're more than welcome to come and sit up front. Right, that's very reasonable. The sound... I'm like, it's a little better, you can hear better up there. And then, so I go, and then later on he comes and waves me back again. And he goes, you're right, I, I can hear much better up at the front. But you basically told me to go fuck myself, so I'm going to leave. Yeah. And I was like, what? No, that's not <laughs> at all. Like, I had even invited yeah. this guy, I, I offered to buy him a beer at one point, And he's going, no, you basically told me to fuck myself when you said that you can hear much better if I sit up right. at the front. And I was like, but that's true. <laughs> Right. And then he just kept saying that over and over again. I might as well, you, you told me to go fuck myself. And then eventually I yelled, if you want to know what it sounds like when I tell you to go fuck yourself, it's this. And then I shouted really loud, go fuck yourself and oh. get out of here. And, uh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry that that happened. Uh, it's interesting to see you that upset. I was uh, so steamed. Yeah. Dude, I was so mad. Uh, I was so goddamn angry. Um, <laughs> I've, never, I've, never been, I've never even considered the possibility that you could say that to another human being. Right. That's very out of character to you, but honestly, that guy deserved it. You pu he pushed your buttons. You all, it's very frustrating when you try to reason with someone, and all you're doing is being nice, yes. and then they're just meeting your niceness, which is like crazy out of nowhere aggression for no reason. They're like picking it up to levels that you didn't, you're like nowhere near. Right. This it's guy, confusing it's, and scary. In the past, he's done this before where he's like in the back of the room. He's like, I can't hear. And I'm like, you should move to the front of the room then. You're sitting 50 feet away from a speaker. Yeah. You're never going to be able to hear it. It's, it's not you. You know, it's not your ears right. or anything. Just yeah. move to the front, you ding dong. Right. Like, how are we supposed to fix that? Like, it's not. <laughs> it's not like a theater either. Like, people are allowed to get up and walk. I, I feel like that's like. Right. It's not mandatory that you're here. Right. If you want to get up and walk out in the middle of somebody's open mic set, that's totally fine. It's yeah. an open mic. If you have to pee, or you want to go get a beer, or you want to go but, watch the rest of the. But that guy could game. have been at home watching Netflix. That guy definitely. <laughs> <could have been. laughs> He's not a Stranger Things fan. No, 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 he's not a Stranger Things fan. Yeah, no, he, he looked like uh, he just watches old newscasts from, like... 2003. Just no, way, way, yeah. All 745 episodes of Gunsmoke. Way older. I, I immediately went do, to... I can do you get approached a lot after a, a set? Like, I mean, you're at mics? No. Really, you don't? What is approach? Like, just like, talk do, to do, you? Yeah, there's, like, strangers come talk to you. No. And really? I, I sometimes get offended by it because... Why? I, I, I have no idea. I don't know. People, like, muggles after a show never come up and talk to me. Really? Muggles? Non-comics. Yeah, that's what we call it. Oh, I know. I just wanted to... <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to bleep that out. Well, thank uh, you. <laughs> I don't think it's so funny. I said so a the, horrible so word. So yeah. Jesus Christ, did you hear what TJ calls non-comics? The M word. The M word. Yeah. I'm going to bleep that out, too, that I said that. This is all bleeped. This is one long bleep. It's, it's a podcast or just... Mm. I'm going to auto-tune the bleep so it sounds nice. I at least have uh, power of that. That would be cool. You have the ability to do that. I do. Uh, you uh, produce now, too. It's like it's been such a short amount of time, and now you produce like the most amount of things. Yeah, that's that probably does. not wise. Isn't that crazy? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Why, why wouldn't you think that's not wise? You produce a lot of stuff. You do uh, You do an open mic now with me. I you do. do uh, and that one show. is so much fun. Uh, you do a show on a mic uh, at a specific place, and then you do another show on a mic at another place. So you produce like five things technically if you broke it down. I, I, right? A, a wise man once told me that a wise man creates more opportunities than he finds. So that was that was on a fortune cookie. That's fair. That we just, and I, don't, I don't think he even quoted that correctly. Can we bleep that out? Yeah, we're going to bleep it out, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna bleep and, that and out. You're, out there, you're out there creating, <laughs> creating opportunities, TJ. Okay. Yeah, but he's creating opportunities for other people. That's what I don't know. <laughs> and himself. Yeah. And himself. I don't know. I don't Is think it, I Yeah, know. well, that's, I think that was, we, we when we start, first started trying to produce stuff, I think that um, we were under the impression that, not that it would uh, open up opportunities for us a whole lot, mm -hmm. but at least a little, it doesn't really seem like it has at all. <laughs> right? I'm not, I mean, 
uh, I don't think the point that we're at right now, we are looking for op opened opportunities. I think we need to learn. And I think the best way to learn is right. to just go a little bit above your skill level. Right. And honestly, the first thing that yeah, you started producing was uh, Lunar With Me, wasn't it? Right. That, no, I was you were first already? a producer at SNF. Wow, you're they reached dead out, to me. They reached out to me <laughs> oh, last man. summer. Wow. And then we started Lunar in the fall. Well, I'm gonna bleep that out. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, fine. I, I don't well, see what. Well, well uh, we started lunar. We Are you excited that I wasn't your first? No. Well, a little bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm old-fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> you interpret it however you would like. But we started. It wasn't when we started lunar. It wasn't a, a ploy to like get people to like book us or anything like that. We just really no. wanted an open mic. Well, we love Joe's. We love Joe's. Joe's is so good. We wanted. Uh, we want. We want fun local mics because we're a little bit older. And we have to work in the morning. Everybody has jobs. Yeah. Everybody has to work. That's part, that's part of the role. Like, I, I always I'm always sorry. I want, I want mics that are close. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. That's a huge problem is going to mics close. We started so late. And I I, 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 have, I have to get up at like 6 a.m. every day. I know. So that's why I like bail. I, I try to stay. I used to stay the whole night when I wasn't You're really not bailing myself. on anything. You're putting on a, sh a weekly show where everybody around can come and work their bits. Yeah. Don't, don't feel guilty. Well, even just at other mics, too. I used to stay all the time. I For like a year. For the first year, I stayed till the end. Like all the time. I mean, don't. I, I don't think you should feel guilty about it. You are in a serious relationship. You don't need to be hanging out all hours of the night. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't feel necessarily guilty. I just. Uh, no, it is guilt. It's it's one hundred percent guilt. I know. I, <laughs> Who are you guilty to? Is my question. I, I just. Uh, I feel guilty. Not so much um, of the people producing it. It's more like uh, my commitment to the craft. I feel like uh, I'm uh, slacking. Um, I feel like I'm slacking, but I don't think we are. I don't, I don't think either of you are slacking. I think you guys don't. I think when you and I slack. first started, we, like you said, we started maybe a couple years later than we maybe should have. I don't think no, a lot. No, no, that's for you. I don't think a lot. You, you are like 28. Honestly, I was dumb up until I started doing stand up. Yeah. <laughs> I would be more I, funny before 25. I, the jokes I've been writing now would not have been the same. I would have been like doing a lot of the faux pas that. Right. Uh, I would have been like, I'm oh, glad I did It would have been like 30 minutes of penis stuff. Well, that's uh, what I have in <laughs> No, no, I think, oh, I think the funny jokes. thing about it is like a, a lot of our jokes are animal related. And I think that's so funny. I think we're doing way more animal jokes than I, if, <laughs> I don't know uh, what the demographic we're going for. It's but we do I so many. Funny. <laughs> I think it's funny and it's, it's relatable. Animal jokes? I think so. Well, I, everyone knows what the animals we're talking about. It's not like right. we talk about obscure animals. Right. Like an echidna. <laughs> that would be cool though. That would get, you know, the sonic crowd would like it. <laughs> the sonic crowd. Which no, is, yeah, which we, we do talk a lot about animals. We talk about animals a lot, but I love it. <laughs> I love it because some people like to go a political route. It's so boring. Uh, it's boring, and honestly, also I can't. <laughs> I can't do it uh, because I don't know anything that's going on with politics. Tony's like looking at me, shaking my head because he 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 loves politics, but I can't. I just I can't focus on anything that it, like is boring to me at all. It's so much effort. It and, is and topical. And, and, and research. Humor, I rough. I already know about hawks. I don't need to. <laughs> I don't you know I don't need to look that up. An R. Kelly joke isn't funny like three days after I thought of it. Like it's just no yeah then stuff not, yeah stuff it's is out. It, it's done. Oh, this is kind of what I like about stand up though is that like uh, jokes you want to do like are immediately topical ones are relevant immediately mm -hmm. you know i think we're used to stick around a lot more but it's almost it's such a bad idea to almost talk about uh topical stuff just because that's right. not a joke you're going to be able to use for nope. a long time economical. you can use it you can use it for like a month yep. max and then it's gotta go i had this long slender man joke i spent way too much time on that's and then i cannot yeah use anymore <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> it was uh, I, I had a hot momo banger that you I did, was, yes, you did. <laughs> for like four weeks yeah. and then week five i did it and people were like we're done with momo and i was like no no <laughs> yeah I, I honestly didn't even get a chance to research that that's how quick that momo thing happened uh do you remember what's momo do you, that's just fun <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the uh the gigs that we have are weird but there's some that are like yeah. stand out way more than others. Do you remember one that you thought was like super weird? He's raising his eyebrows at me like I, I didn't run a show or it was just he like I made a show and he was on it. It was bad. Um, I had yeah, I mean I, I had one very very weird instance. What was the room? What was Danette's room? Oh, uh, cobblestone. Cobblestone. Oh no, that's I don't think it's cobblestone. That's from Minecraft. Co no, it's cobble something. I think it was cobble. Is it cobblestone? I think it's cobblestone. Okay, well, my anyway, worlds are colliding. That so. cobblestone show, uh, that the show was fine, but the owner came and talked. The owner of the oh, bar came and talked to me, yeah. and he was the. I've never heard such. 
he just sat down in front of me. He's a big dude. He kind of corners you, and he just he just muttered under his breath at me at me for like 15 solid minutes. It felt like a thousand years, but he really talked to me for 15 minutes, and it was just a slew of just hate speech and hate words and sex crime stuff and yeah, bad women stuff uh, I, and every combination of that. And he just said it at me, and he was like, "Yeah, you're a comic. You love this." And I was like, "No, I yeah, don't." No, yeah, that was a bad. He night. he did something similar to me, where he was done. Yeah, it was all just sexual, just bad stuff. Just, just bad, the worst wrong, thing wrong, you could even wrong side of history, everything. And he was like, "Huh?" And was, he looked at me like, "Huh?" And I was like, "No, no." He, he was like, 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 like a Frank Miller ugly cartoon, <laughs> just like hate and bad ink. Uh, yeah, that guy was terrifying. Uh, the, the people who own the bars aren't always the best to work with. That's what sucks about certain venues is sometimes the venue is amazing. Yeah. And then the people who run it are awesome. Just like sometimes uh, some mics are really good. Well, uh, the, the rooms are good, but then not necessarily the way it's run is... Um, right. What's good for like a really good, fun comedy room isn't always the a big best room. Like, long-term business plan. Huge room. Uh, <laughs> sometimes just somebody's basement is really all you need that's kind of the best thing but that's not really a viable business. no it's not viable I don't want crazy people in my house all the time one one night out of the year is uh, is gonna be great um, yeah that was uh, weird yeah but that was that was weird because he did it but beyond that well I mean we get stuff like that at Mike's too it wasn't like a weird one I did one uh, and the one you're about to do was uh, in a in a kid's garage yeah and it was fun but it's it's interesting being like the oldest person there, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. in a in a garage. Um, it, it was very strange. I felt like uh, you know how you're like the old guy at a party. Yes. Well, not really. I don't go to parties. Everyone. <laughs> and then everyone's looking at you, and they know they know you're a creep. I felt like a creep. I've never had this feeling you're describing. Really? <laughs> yeah, I've never felt like a creep. You've never gone to like a party with like a wife? bunch of young people. Um, I don't think I've ever been to a party with any young people. I mean, uh, I mean, Wink. the last. <laughs> I mean, the last. The, I mean, now that I'm doing comedy, I'm, I'm hanging out at like comedy parties. But yeah. It's usually pretty age appropriate. Yeah, also, they're they're a lot tamer than uh, I think people would lead us to believe. Because they're a bunch of introverts. Yeah. We're all just a bunch of <laughs> creeps. Well, we all we all cut loose for identity crisis, so that was really good. Identity I, crisis was like a pure good. That was so much. Fun. That was a lot, that I was a lot that. of fun. That was a blast. I'm really glad that we did that, but I was very nervous about it uh, because I thought it would be a yeah. people would show up, and then also I thought that people would be really weird and like touch all my stuff. Well, I, we did when you weren't looking. Oh, okay. <sighs> the party was still a great success. Fingerprints everywhere. Um, you went to a 21st birthday party four years ago. Who's? Oh, Kristen's young. I forgot about that. We went to a 21st birthday party when we were almost 30. Yeah, but How'd our relationship with Kristen has always been so paternal that I just felt like like she had invited like her cool aunt and uncle. <laughs> yeah, but all the little 21-year-old little teeny boppers hopping around. I pay them no mind. I'm, <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> 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 I don't even remember the party. Um... You know, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't see any other woman, actually. It sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I probably blocked it out because it's yeah, not yeah. fun. Well, I mean, there's definitely an age gap uh, there with conversations. Uh, plus, you've been in, in your career for a long time. Do you think if you didn't do stand-up, what do you think you'd be doing besides that? If I didn't do like, stand-up? Like, say, uh, yeah. You, I'm sure you would find something else to fill up his time, right? I said going insane. Going insane? Yeah. If I didn't do That's a stand-up weird hobby. comedy, I would... Do more... But you could do stand-up and go insane. We've seen it a million times. <laughs> more often lately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would go whole hog on a couple of... I do not like that interests. expression. Well, I like whole hog. Whole like hog? Yeah. That is not sound. It's like when you get greasy before you partake in a Is hobby. that what that means? I think so. Whole hog? What does that sound like Shaking to you? Shaking my head, that's it. That sounds gross, right? I mean, I assume it's like a luau thing. <laughs> no. No. I, I don't even want to... That's interesting. <laughs> I love um, thing. I would I would read a bunch more. I you like, still I think you still but you still read a lot. I don't read as much as I want. Who does? <laughs> 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 um okay. I would be reading a lot more. I would be rock climbing a lot more yeah. and I would be like crabby a lot more. I would just be like grouchy. And I'd be playing a piano a lot more. Well, that's not bad. No. But and I mean piano yeah. had been my big creative outlet for a while but it wasn't enough because i have no natural talent for music you've never but have you ever wanted to be a musician 
Uh, you, you never like usually when kids want to do music, they do it when they're young. Right. Um, they pursue it. You never uh, felt an interest. I, I I wanted to be I wanted to be like I wanted to be like Freddie Mercury or like David Lee Roth. I wanted it's to just be a singer, a wild frontman. Yeah. That would be like the idea. That's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a musician. Do you want to do a karaoke tonight? <laughs> You already did. We didn't do. Oh yeah, no, we didn't do karaoke. You just don't remember a karaoke night. <laughs> we went to. No, he sang tonight. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you guys. It's like it's only nine o'clock. I no, like, I remember you guys went when to karaoke, we went like, to karaoke. Like, karaoke plans on your podcast. podcast. I know. We could do that. Hey, karaoke. You guys want to come? Is yeah. that the name of this uh, podcast? Yes, it's. Uh, we are fans of karaoke. Uh, <laughs> you guys can just invite me to karaoke and do podcast. <laughs> no, this is the whole premise of podcast. Yeah. So oh, we can stop this now because I just I just wanted to do karaoke. That was the whole plot. I, 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 no, I've, I've never had any, like, a good ability toward, like, I've tried, I've had a piano for a really, like, a keyboard for a really long time. You have a nice one. Play, I have a nice one now. My wife got me a very, very nice one. Yeah. It's very nice of her. Uh, she's the best. And, um, but I would always, like, put it away and kind of pick it up, and I'd yeah. play, like, a bunch for six months, and then, like, I'd be in school again, so it would go away. Right. Um, but... No, I, I always felt, I, I felt the same like with drawing, like with people who are good artists, I thought it was just like a magic thing that you just can no, do. Because like I knew kids when it. I was like seven, Oh yeah, so were like some amazing people, artists. So yeah. I thought it was the same for that and for music, and I thought it was the same for stand-up comedy. I thought it was like, okay, oh, yeah. if you, if you, if you're not Chris Rock, who's doing it at the uh, age of 17. Massive pianist. <laughs> I didn't mean to do <laughs> I wanted to say talented pianist, you're and it came out as a penis joke on accident. You're gonna have to bleep that. I'm gonna <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave it in. Uh, it's very shameful, and I should be punished. So that'll Jesus. be in there. I'll make it louder. Is somehow. that the name of this podcast? <laughs> it was very shameful, and I should be punished. Eventually, that's what it'll, it'll transition into. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's good. Because we're gonna bleep all that out. Um, now, when you uh, we mentioned earlier that you you weren't a comedian one day, and all of a sudden you're doing it all the time. Did you find that transition uh, jarring? <laughs> Yes. Right. Especially since we're, <laughs> we're older and now it's like we're out all the time. I've never been, well, by the time I was like 29, I was like, I'm done going out. Yeah. And then I turned 30 or and then started doing stand-up or 31 at the time. And then I, I was like, I'm out all the time and I'm constantly sleeping. <laughs> I don't like that. That's kind of a problem. It might be the number one thing that kind of kept me from doing open mics just being here. out all night I don't like yeah. going out I'm not, to bars I'm not a bar guy it's I'm not a bar guy and now I'm there all the time and that's I, I think I even if I like the desire to do stand-up comedy was stronger in my 20s I didn't have I don't know the confidence to be able to just go into a bar I still don't. It's, I'm 32, and it still makes me nervous. Right. So you know, I was like, I'm probably gonna get beat up. Like that's still. Right. Like, I'm 32, and I'm like, I might get beat up when I when I leave the house. Right. That is go, a possibility. You're gonna go to a bar where people are drinking, and you're gonna go tell jokes that people might hate, and then hate you for, and then want to drunkenly murder, stab you. Yeah, it's a possibility. I, I am always worried about that, but it's actually the opposite. It's always the people that I think are probably killing and murdering people yeah. that come up to compliment me, mm -hmm. and I'm like, am I going? Am I in the right? direction with my jokes right now of all these See, weird guys it drives there's, me insane there's, with jealousy that you're getting compliments after the show but it's, it's not <laughs> nobody it's, fucking talk it's, it's all not, I want in the world it's not but it's it, you would think so no. I, it, but it's not like you know, I do. I, I hate it's not people, the, the quality of the people. And I love, love these people. I, I, I'm so glad they think I'm funny. But it's also the dudes who seem problematic. It's um, always the guys who seem very, very problematic. They're like wearing a lot of camo. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're outside at night in a bar. Uh, or like dudes with like sleeves cut off. Well, I'm glad that you uh, at least can identify your demographic. Yeah, your I don't profile. even know. I don't, wanna, I don't profile, have fans. I, I think you, thank you, thank I you guys so much. Your profile is super hard thank right you, now. I can't, well, like, I'm not profiling. I'm fan. just telling you about the last five people who came up to me, and pretty much everybody <laughs> is fits yeah. that description. So I was like, you know. So if you like wearing camo cutoffs, come see my buddy Chris. <laughs> yeah, if, if you wear, if if more than five of your shirts would tap out or have monster energy on it. Uh, you probably like, cool like you probably were gonna like my jokes. I wish they uh, were my fans. No, it's like a lot of older older men, and they will uh, talk to me in the bathroom. Yeah, 
Uh, I get that's that a different thing. That. That's a that's a separate the, thing. Yeah, and they always compliment me on the worst parts of the joke. You, I mean, I to be you fair, the worst parts. Of to be fair, God. Chris, no. <laughs> Chris, yeah. you, you do give off like a little bit of a twink thing. A twink? Yeah, just a little. Uh, I guess the way I responded to that didn't help me at all. <laughs> a, twink. No, a twink. I can drop the uh, uh, I can drop the pitch of that and make it sound super low. <laughs> a twink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But nice try. It's not a bad thing. A pee standing up. It works for you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think a twink is? <laughs> uh, honestly, I do not know. I do not know. Because it doesn't matter. Really not know it's just Link. It's just Link, right? Link, yeah, it's Link. It's people who dress up like Link from Ocarina of Time. Specifically uh, OOT. You don't need to talk to me about that. Majora's Mask. I spend too much time on Pornhub. That's the moral of the story. Watching uh, everything. Nintendo videos? <laughs> everything. Jesus. Designing ads. <laughs> Um, now, would you? Uh, I know I, I brought you out here uh, talking about. Uh, I brought you out here. I thought I we were just hanging you. out tonight. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> Under the guys that were just talking, and I have this big microphone here now. This uh, is a nice way to facilitate just a social interaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. It's, it's you. You. I feel like at some point, like a, long, a while ago, you could just be like, "Hey, you and I should go have a cup of coffee." But now, <laughs> yeah, now like we're we're drinking. Oh yeah, we are drinking. We're drinking. I just have a giant microphone on a desk in front of you, facing, and you're in chair facing me with a laptop. This is not the podcast that I thought I, you were going to make. No, no, I know, I know. the The original idea was was vastly different. Thank you. This is another beer. Thank you. Uh, I definitely don't need that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm getting pretty buzzed. Uh, but uh, would you consider yourself a strange person? Did I ever ask you that? No. Yes, I'm. I'm a big weirdo for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Why? Why? Why would you say that as compared to uh, other people? Um. Performance, I think, is strange in general. Performers uh, and the want and need to perform is strange. Right. I feel like a, no, a non-strange person would just be, like, okay going to work and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but to me, that's strange. Just going to work all the time. But if you're, if you're okay with it, that's absolutely fine. Right. But I think it's weird to not have that want to also do uh, maybe a little bit something else. Creatively. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like everybody's got to have something that they're making. Otherwise, yeah. I think you start to go crazy. Right. I think you got to have a thing that you're putting into that isn't just you like learning a skill and like changing and bettering yourself. It's also something that you can actually you like make. Right. You add something new it, to it. Maybe it'd, it'd be super it. nice like if and, and probably what what we're missing right now is that all of these people that don't do stuff like this. Like that's just their job. Like they have fulfillment. Well, that's from fine. Their job. Sure. I, I fuck those people. No, like, no, no, no. If you, no, if you no, have no, a no, job no. that scratches particular itches for you, no, if yeah. if your job like lets you be creative in a way that scratches that itch for you, that's awesome. And then you get to take all your other free mental energy and focus it on things right. like your family. Yeah. And, well, your... and some people don't need stuff like that. But Gross. for me, I need to fill up. Uh, I feel need to fill up my time. I have a lot of excess energy, and uh, if I'm alone for too long, I'll start juggling. I tried to do that for a little bit. Yeah, I, I feel bought a like bunch of hex that's always like, you're like two bad days away from being like a vaudevillian. Yeah, remember <laughs> I told you in confidence that I wanted to get a unicycle, mm -hmm. and I wasn't I even did. joking. This was not a bit. I was just like seriously thinking about it. You had this look of concern in your face that mm -hmm. I didn't read it at the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I genuinely wanted, the, but luckily I started dating Amber, so I'm not a juggling unicyclist. Note, note to self. Because I could fill up that time with human interaction. I think. made fun of you on stage that night. You did, yeah. Talk. It was immediate. Note, note to self, I know what I'm getting Chris for Christmas. Don't get me a unicycle, because I will learn. <laughs> I will They're learn. expensive, I bet. I don't care. That's I'm too bad sets I mean, get him, you're going to get him a good one, right? Don't we, get him like we a... We randomly saw a guy riding a unicycle down our street. We did! <laughs> Delightful! We, it was wonderful! We were, we were looking out through, like... Around your neighborhood? Yeah. It was, it was, we're in our backyard, and there's the... bigger 50-year-old man. Yeah, he's an older dude. He could teach you. And it was like a Wes Anderson film, because it was our fence, and then our house, and so all you could see was like this perfect little square of the street. And this guy just went from one end to the other. On a, on a unicycle? Yeah. Wow. That guy's living my dream. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. The comedy's preventing me from doing Thank God. I cannot add. I'm like two bad sets away from being like a magician. Magicians are cool. That close up. That's what I thought. And that's a dangerous thought. Dangerous thought. There's a magic shop over on... Uh... Don't tell me that. Connor's a magician. Actually, no, he's actually, not. He does right, sleight of hand. Right, he pulls a hamburger out of his pocket. Right, right under, but, I can, but I can see that in there. Right, right underneath Josephine's. They just opened it up. It's a, it's a big Curiosity shop. shop. Yeah. I think that's like, like I think that's rats tattoo. and jars. No, they have a bunch of magic stuff too. Magic the Gathering? No, MTG? not that kind of MTG. It's, it's like magic, like sleight of hand, unicycles, 
you know, all sorts of stuff. Mm. I'm gonna cast a blue instant. You guys should check it out. Swap a blue. Just <laughs> 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 negate. <laughs> Blues people who play blue on magic are jerks. It's true. Yeah, this is all you do. It's uh, a specific kind of. We're person. gonna we're gonna bleep this off. I'm gonna continue talking about this. We're gonna bleep out this entire Magic the Gathering conversation. You're a red deck guy, right? Uh, I am a red deck guy. Uh, red uh, when you're playing Magic, it's a card game for those people who uh, go outside and talk to people. Uh, <laughs> it's a card game that you play, magic. and there's monsters and stuff like that. You, Thank you, know, you for explaining. You don't think you have to explain Pokemon. to anybody listening to your podcast no. what Magic? Well, I'm ima- I'm imagining there's gonna be like a million people listening to this. What's this magic? And it's all cool. It's all cool people. It's <laughs> What's the magic? Um, Do you turn me down at the mic a lot? I feel like I'm insane. Well, I can't loud. since it's one microphone. I cannot. Turn. No, I mean like at our show. Because you Do run, I turn you, you down? Run the sound, yeah. Because uh, there's no. comics that before they even get up there, I turn it down. A no, for you, I don't. Uh, even if you are loud, yeah. I think everybody needs to hear it. Okay. Well, that's right. Oh, what yeah. a nice thing to say. Everyone needs to hear you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I do turn it down for other people, yeah. especially when I know that their bits are just them screaming. I can see the veins in their neck as they're screaming it out. Yeah, I sure know. don't care for that. And that's the other the other end of the spectrum is comics who are like t- have it all the way down the oh, microphone down no. by their belt, and like no one can hear you. Right. And that's how I know you're new. It's because your mic your mic placement's terrible. You can hear it. You can you can hear your own voice, but it's not coming through a speaker. Mic so, placement's hard for me. I had I struggled with that for a long time because yeah. I when I'm nervous I carry it in like my hands like I, I get shaky hands. Oh yeah, that's can, why I start holding the mic stand. I can yeah I, I can control my voice and stuff like that and kind of body language, but I, I get shaky. And so when I hold the mic, I get shaky. I'm getting less less so now. Do you still get nervous it, on stage? Just hands. Yeah. You still get nervous? Just hands. Um, I also fart a bunch, but really? yeah, that's usually. Yeah. yeah, I get the shaky leg. Like it's just like the one leg. Oh, uh, see, my legs are usually pretty good. No, but I get. I used to get. I used to get like though. Which is why I expect I probably never seri- more seriously pursued music because that's super dexterous. I think music's a little bit easier than. Oh no, I, never mind. I don't think so. I, yeah, if music was easier than this, I would be doing that exclusively. Anyone can. Anyone can tell a joke. No one. Not everybody can play us. Plus, there's less people involved, and that's why I did. Because when you're in a band and there's like four other people. Like, you don't need, like, me to be there to help you with your King of the 90s joke. You can do it on your own. I do need somebody there to help me with the King of the 90s joke. <laughs> you can do it on your own. I need you know, one person in the audience jokes. who is not on heroin, who remembers Jesus. the Ninja Turtles. And you'd Jesus. be surprised at how often I don't find that when I do that bit. Oh, my God. Oh, the Ninja Turtles one? Yeah, I know. Every time you're expecting, you give them three, there's, like, there's a bunch of different responses that you can make. Yeah. And then oftentimes people will say something else. You're very specific. You're always like, can you name the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? And someone's like, Krang. <laughs> yeah. and you're like no and you're like well the whole joke is derailed now <laughs> to, to, to be fair this is also your fault because you're committed to doing local shows and you live in the heroin capital of the you know the midwest so. really i feel like indiana central indiana no you're definitely right i was just, oh. i was just being mean <laughs> you, gotta... you just don't like the town you live in uh, i love this town i love this town right. too i moved I back to this yours. town from the city it's ninth best in the country Supposedly, according to some poll of some jerks. It has everything that yeah. I need, like, super close by. The Arboretum is right here. That's all I really need. Yeah. <laughs> the Arboretum? It's not that close. No. It's super close. It's like 15 minutes away. Do you, you like the Arboretum. I've never been to the Arboretum. Oh, that's dope. Are we going to go there? Yes. Do you want to go on a date? Um, what, define date. Do you I have to do stuff after? Oh, my God. What? I don't want to go on a date with you anymore. Dating is different now. You just got your date canceled with me, Mr. Well, Jesus. I don't approve. Yeah, too forward. What? I asked you yeah. on a this is how date goes, in the though. park, and you say doing stuff? To be stuff? fair, No, hey, I said, asked if we do stuff it, afterward. You interpreted, I said that specifically vague to, to see how you interpret it. You went sexual immediately, because you are deviant. I'm going to say your last name now. Deviant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are deviant. Uh, I meant like, you know, like you drinking afterwards. I'm assuming you can't drink there. Oh, you can. I mean, I'm going to sneak in a you flask on our date. Way. I'm going to be like, hey. No, I didn't mean sexual. I brought a little whiskey on our date because I'm kind of like a rogue. Oh, I would drink at the Arboretum. First date. Yeah, see? Why would you drink at the Arboretum? You it's would. just trees. I went to the Arboretum. And trolls. Oh, yeah, I would do that. For the <laughs> trolls specifically. Had a deer literally, like, run at me. At the Arboretum? Yeah, That's like, right good. at me. Do they have deers at Deers? Oh, What's the plural of deer? Oh, yeah, they were deer. Is it deers? It's deer. I think you ran into a ghost. No, it was it was deer. It was it was, it was a flock of deer. A flock? Yes, it was a full flock. Are you sure it's not like a, a murder of deer? It's a gaggle a gaggle of deer? I think I'm it's a gaggle. Sure it's a flock. Mm. Gonna, well, that was good. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to bleep out all that deer stuff. Uh, honestly, I'm not going to bleep out anything. I know you won't. 
Uh, unless you said something. I don't know you said anyone's names. I said David Sitko. Yeah, I mean... Ev- and this is the second these time These are I said all it. people who want to hear their names, like, on podcasts. We're not, do we, they? We well, really talk shit about anything. They do. Didn't yeah, but the, the, the fact that the show was weird was not her fault. The fact that the show was weird was that the owner of the bar came up and said a bunch of racial yeah, slurs. Yeah, that is great. Jesus. Yeah, it's she fine. was fine. The show was fun. The owner came up and spewed filth. She probably bleached, bleeped the name of that venue, though. No, uh, no, okay. <laughs> okay. Even, they don't even do it anymore. It doesn't. It doesn't. No, I'm still. I guess I still think I'm thinking Minecraft. Um, do you remember uh, real quick how we started hanging out? Because I remember, I don't remember it at all, honestly. I I, I was not doing stand up, and then all of a sudden, I know, I know, I know he's, <laughs> he's super offended. But I remember not doing. I was just sitting on my couch, and then all of a sudden, I was like halfway into stand up, and you were there too, and I don't remember. I, I remember vaguely that I used to see you around. I, you were one of the first people I saw supporting uh, comedy uh, outside of Mike's. Like, you would go to shows, and you would support them. Yeah. I would see you and your wife. Yes. And same for you, yeah. But we, we both started doing comedy at, within, like, weeks of each other, but we didn't really know that. Mm-hmm. When I first saw you, I thought you had been doing comedy for much, much longer. Yeah. Uh, not because you were funny. Right. <laughs> no, I just, you, I you were super funny. You seemed like a veteran comic, and... Yeah, I thought you'd been doing a lot. Yeah, I thought you were too. But, but I also then, thought you were very religious. I, I yeah, I get that. Um, I'm not. I'm definitely not. <laughs> uh, but You're just uh, so sweet, you know, like very Mormon-esque, very very like you know pure. I don't really associate those people with being nice. Mormons? Mormons are some of the nicest people ever. We're the people of the Westboro Baptist Mormons Church. Mormons are great. Those They're are not. Those, those, <laughs> are those like the ICP no, of religious are, people? Yeah, Baptists. Baptists <laughs> in and of themselves, it's a mixed bag. Uh, the Mormons Westboro are, Baptists. I mean, no, you know, they're 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 the ICP of, of Christianity. Right. I mean, but, you know, they've got their issues with uh, women, same as any religion. I don't know. But Mormonism. Yeah. They're, they're generally, Mormonism is not Mormons. They're generally affable, pretty nice. Yeah, people. Mormons right. are wonderful people. I would say I used to think that Buddhism probably was pretty nice to women, but then who wasn't Gandhi a Buddhist? No, no. He was Gandhi. Hindu. Hindu. Bro. Oh, he was Hindu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna bleep that out. I. Uh... <laughs> yeah. No. But then uh, you and I got booked on. Um, game of microphones. Oh right! That's oh, I remember. Yeah. You and well, I had we, been, we didn't been hang doing out comedy though. for like no, but we, we had been doing comedy for like five months, yeah. maybe six months at that point. We were we literally in direct competition show. with each other. And then we were in the in the back room at the comedy shrine, and we were just kind of talking. And that's when we both kind of learned that we'd been doing comedy about the same amount of time. Oh right! And that this was our first showcase that we'd been both. I think I was eating booked on. a big ass granola bar. And we were hanging, there were other comics at that show that kind of big leagued us a little bit. That oh, night. yeah. Uh, and they did. They did. I, they were, I, I'm not going to lie to you, TJ. That, that was one of the funniest sets I've ever seen you do. Uh, <laughs> and like, yeah. legitimately, it kind of makes me mad you've never told that joke again. It's long. It is long, but it's so good. And, it's re- and it is about religion. It's and I, my big thing in the past year has been don't alienate the room. Oh. And I right, try yeah. not to. I don't believe that. And it's not even a mean a joke. It's not like mean at religion. No. It's just a story about a thing that happened to me when I was a kid. It's amazing. I don't believe uh, that there is such a thing as a bad room. Honestly, I, I, I think that a room calls for different things every time, but it's not the room's fault if you right. do poorly. I mean, there's times where you the best you're gonna get is tepid. But there but there's definitely you a wrong do. way. To, yeah, there are do. jokes you don't do for certain rooms when right. you walk into a, like. For open mics, a lot of times, like, okay, look, I got these are the jokes that I really want to work on. This is the gym. I'm here to work this shit out. But I don't know. I also never want to, like, I, I always try and read the room before I go up. And I will cut jokes that I want to do. For, right. Like, not for this room. Right, absolutely. It's not for them. And that's fine. Wait, what, what is your, what is your criteria for uh, cutting certain jokes? Because I'll tell you mine. Mine is usually based on um, how weird it is. Okay. If I think you are an audience that has been to three or fewer comedy shows in your life, Yeah, I don't go past a certain point. But if I think this is an audience that's either pretty young or more experienced in seeing comedy, then I'll go into my weirder stuff, which is what I really like to do. Okay. But that's good. That's good. Well, for me, it's if I see a, an American flag t-shirt, <laughs> uh, that's usually when I'll start cutting a joke. Oh. Uh, that one, especially if I see multiple... Or, so uh, what, do you not do your KKK joke? I don't do the KKK You haven't done that in a while anyway. I really that no, I haven't done that in a while. Uh, so I won't do that either. Or if I see like a barrel, 
I think if it's the venue has a lot of barrels. It just used to be better comics. Well, <laughs> when we were doing like stuff about the Ku Klux Klan, and what was the joke he was referencing? The religion one. The uh, it's called CCD and D. It's about. Uh, I, I started out just by t- comparing, you know, Dungeons and Dragons to Catholicism in general. <laughs> and your joke is D and D. Yeah. Not and only do we both have lots of animal jokes, but we like to compare a lot of stuff to Dungeons and Dragons. Maybe I just like D and D jokes. That, you should. That joke mm. is. I mean, I, I love that joke. It's kind of like the first joke that I wrote, and it's, it's definitely changed a lot. Um, and now I kind of have like, I can do like a thirty-second version of it, which is kind of like the first part, and just cut it out. Yeah. Or I can do the whole thing, which is like four minutes. Yeah, but, shortening but, is a lot better for a lot of circus for a lot of, a lot of, a lot of circumstances. Um, you start doing twenty-minute sets. Right, but you and I are at a point right now where we're we're doing like. At a most, like average, like ten or twelve minutes. Yeah. I know you. You've got some longer. You've done some longer stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've done a little longer stuff, but not much. Right. But we're at a point that we're not really able to stretch too much, mm-hmm. which is fine. We'll no. get there eventually. I can when do. We're ready, I can do twenty-five minutes max now. That's about it. I. If I had like a room that was like feeling it, yeah. I think I could do. 20 maybe 20 yeah it would have to be you're right absolutely i couldn't do 20 i couldn't do 25 in a room that was hating me the whole time that would be uh that'd be a nightmare but Um, i've started dipping my toe a little bit more into um crowd work stuff and i feel like once you can get that down or not even down because what's down but once you can feel confident in the ability to do that you can stretch your stuff out like crazy right and once you've been writing jokes for a while you have jokes that you can easily go into that might not have been a great joke otherwise but because it works perfectly with whatever this joe schmo is talking about all of a sudden a b minus <laughs> joke is an a um very cool uh we're gonna go into this <laughs> very, very, cool. very 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 cool uh we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up I, I did this with the last one i basically just opened a fortune cookie okay a little random a uh, little bit of chaos into it um i'm gonna eat the cookie later because it's super loud i will learn my lesson this one says the current year Will bring you much happiness. Well, that's nice. Yeah, I think it already has. Uh, I, I I hit a lot of goals uh, that I wanted to already. What were your goals? Uh, I want my comedy goal was to do fifteen. Very cool. So I did that. Um, that's a good comedy goal. That was. Did I have anything goals beyond comedy stuff? Uh, I, I got a, I got a, a good job this year. Yes, you did. You recently got a big promotion. I got a big. I got a big promotion. You, got, you had a lot of very, very exciting things happen. Yeah, I got divorced recently. You recently got I divorced. I finally got that, huge, and that was very that was news. a huge weight off my back. That was great. Yes. Um, yeah, what about you? Are you having and, a good and, year? And your new wonderful girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's... You really white-knighted you. Yeah, yeah great. I'm trying to help We're going to bleep that out. Yeah. <laughs> kick yes, you my under, new wonderful kick girlfriend. kick you under the table. Of course. Well, that's a given, though. Okay. God. Well, Tony's dead to me. Uh, <laughs> what about you? Are you having a good year? Having I would think you are. We just you, had... Oh, I, I, and you yeah. just had you and your wife just had an anniversary. We just had our fourth and and wedding anniversary. That's awesome. But you guys have been together for like 30,000 years. Yeah, it's like 30,000 years. Yeah. Yep. You guys are like the Highlanders of, of, of couples. <laughs> in the Mesolithic era. Uh, we, we started dating high school. Yeah, we've yeah. been together for a very long time. 13 years. And then um, where'd you... You guys went out for dinner today, right? Celebrate your anniversary? Yeah, well, last night last night was our actual anniversary, and so we we stayed in. I didn't do no comedy. Well, you was, no one's ex- no one expects you to celebrate on the day of their hundred percent. Right. Well, we we both last night we were like, we we're gonna go out, but then we both kind of had long shitty days at work, so we just ordered pizza and watched okay. a movie in. And so tonight we actually went out and got got a meal. Oh, and so, you said you went to a walk and fire, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna bring up the other thing I said about that earlier. Really. <laughs> yeah, <I don't>, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty pretty bad. Was I'm it still, at the Wheaton location that that happened? No, I was, was in Elmhurst. Uh, well, that's still, not I'm even, still friends that's with that guy. Walk and fire anymore. I'm friends with that guy on Facebook. So are you still friends with? Well, that's on you then. Oops, I gotta bleep. I gotta bleep all of this out. <laughs> are you still Facebook friends with a lot of problematic people? Uh, yeah. Honestly, well, I got rid of so many. I got I got rid of some, but I did a big purge around the time that. I started doing comedy. Yeah. It was right after the time that um, a person from my high school who I hadn't talked to in like eight years uh, messaged Amy in the comedy scene. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was very weird. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's always weird, uh, the the people who try to add your significant other. uh. Yeah, Britt's been getting quite a few Facebook friend requests from comics lately, and some of them I've never actually met. 
Right. That's yeah, those see, are the interesting that's, ones. That's what's weird. Like yeah. some perform. Right. Yeah. So yeah, she's getting uh, comics who she's never met try to add her, mm-hmm. and that's strange. Why are you adding? Other comics uh, to get others. Connected to are you out of your goddamn mind? With all the connections, that is, is, I don't know why that is insanely inappropriate. Nothing to offer anybody. Right? Yeah. <laughs> why don't I just add everyone who's related to you in general? <laughs> are you out of your mind? Absolutely not. Yeah, and people have tried to add Amber too, and I was like, "What? What are you people doing?" And now I see them. I look them in the eyes. And I'll be nice, but in my head, I'm like, you're problematic now. I can't wait to ask her later who his friend requested her. I think you know. I can guess. A couple. You, can, you can guess. Me or Amber? Well, I know you, but I, I can, yeah. Yeah, you, you could probably guess. <laughs> I could probably guess. Uh, you got anything uh, coming up? You got a, oh, you got your show tomorrow, but this won't air until, like, next week. Yeah. So. I'll be, I mean, I'll still wrap it. Met Tonk House tomorrow night. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, it's a fun um, show. He's a, he's, a, he's a cool guy. Yeah, I'm looking forward show. to it. I think I'm on it with a bunch of funny people. I'm on it with like Skits M. Jones and Kyle Parks and That's good. Too Skinny. That's interesting. And there's others that I feel like a jerk for forgetting right And now. others, yeah. I'll just uh, I'll unbleep their names. <laughs> That's cool. But I, can I want to say Matt Buck is there too. I'll just shout him out. Matt shout him out? Cool. Yeah. Matt oh, Chris Carrick. Chris Carrick as well. Um, anything else? I think that's it. Oh, um, Elm, Elmhurst Comedy. <laughs> yeah, plug it, because I plug the... <laughs> Uh, that's it's a showcase first Wednesday of every month at Cottage Hill in Elmhurst, Illinois. It's, it's a really really cool room. I've been it's there. A cool it was room. great. Yeah, it's like a Harry Potter in the nineteen twenties. So yeah, it looks cool. like uh, the room looks like uh, where all the jazz murders in America happen. That's what... <laughs> oh god, I hope we get a jazz murder. <laughs> that's what it looks so like great. to me. <laughs> that's all I want to happen. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, that's great. Thank you so much uh, for coming out. Thank you, Tony. Uh, I probably will not be... I, I'm just not going to post your last name. I think everyone knows it's you, and you didn't say anything bad. You can post my last name. I don't care. You don't care? Man, neither did this guy. That's because nothing matters. I'm going to be dead. All right. And I, I, I don't think you said anything problematic. No, I didn't know it said anything. I, mean, and I would believe your own last name. Which is no, good. For sure. And then lastly, like I said, uh, with the last one, if you guys have anything uh, strange, like a strange story uh, to send in, you could send it in to uh, wearethestrange at gmail.com. And we'll read it and determine if that's actually strange. I have, I have a feeling mostly it's not. Or either that's going to be a lot of ghost stories, which I'm expecting. I wouldn't be disappointed. I would say no ghost stories. No ghost stories? Mm. Ghost stories. I'm going to say... They're made up. Um, no, they're not. Every they're probably single one made is up. fake. Probably. I don't... They're I, all I don't 100%. I don't agree with that. Not real or a gas. Right. Almost certainly... Episode correct, 3, we debate ghosts. Uh, it's going <laughs> to be a one-sided battle. It's, it's, it's a one-sided battle because I'm definitely going to win. They are 100% real. Uh, <laughs> all right, thank you guys. Uh, goodbye. <laughs>